0: Welcome to What in the Mental Health Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Brandon
1: Rice. And I'm Amber Guzman. And we are sharing conversations about the mind, body, and soul. Okay. Hey, everybody. It's Amber and Brandon here.
0: Hey, hey, hey.
1: And we're excited to be here today to check in and talk to everybody and really express to you. That the whole point and reason why we're doing this is that this, not only we hope that it touches uh, other people, but this really helps myself. I can't speak for Brandon, but I believe both of us that when we are tuning into this higher vibration, that we are in, in return helping ourselves and our hope is to help you. Mm -hmm. And then this podcast is here. We're here to share stories and to inspire you, all things mental health. And really, our purpose is to help you align to your best and highest self and um, to hopefully give tools that help inspire. And um, that's basically what our topic is today, is fighting for our joy. So this topic... We felt was really great because I'm gonna share a little bit of my journey in the last six weeks of just some ex- inexperience that was really difficult. And it really resonated with me with Brandon sending me a text. I was in my bed. 7 pm, didn't want to eat, really got hit hard with something emotional. And he sent a text and he just said, remember to fight for your joy. And a couple other things there. And I remember looking at it like, oh God, here he goes, like
2: trying to tell me to do something. (laughs) Oh, like,
1: oh, yeah, right. Well, I just want to cry here in bed and feel sorry for myself. And it and it took about 30 seconds. And I went, first off, thank God I have a friend that could send me such powerful message of hope and strength and power and, and words that got me to get out of my bed. And remember that this is me that's in charge of my joy and Mm -hmm. how, no matter what is going on, it's my choice, whether or not I want to lay in my bed and cry and feel sorry for myself Mm -hmm. and, or pick myself up and I ended up, it was so difficult, but I got up and I ended up playing a couple of TikTok games with my kids. And this is pretty ironic, but uh, one of them was to put water in your mouth and try to, you hit each other with a tortilla in the face and whoever could like hit the the most times without making the water come out. Well, my son smacked me in the face with the tortilla (laughs) and it was a loud smack and of course I spat the water out and it also just made me laugh and remember that oh my gosh, like I could have stayed in that bed or I could get myself up, play these games with my kids and be present and choose how I want my life to be. Mm-hmm. And it was powerful. So I I know to you Brandon, you probably just thought oh this is another one of the texts I send. But it was profound to me because, you know, too, that I was really hit with some family stuff and some work stuff and really went to a low, low place. Mm -hmm. And in this low, low place, I started to do all the tools that we've been talking about. And the last podcast we did was how to find a therapist.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I found a therapist and I did all those things with calling my insurance and getting denied on certain people and kind of hitting rough patches. But I found a therapist and I've begun that journey and communicating with you, communicating with some other friends and really knowing that when we have these feelings and things show up, we have to fight for the light and fight for the, the, you know, our best and highest good in life. And what does that look like? For all of us, it's different, but I was going down a dark road and having where I couldn't control my thoughts. And I really realized like a light switch went off that I just went, you know what? I'm in charge of all of this. And what do I want it to be? And through that, I'm in therapy. I'm listening to so many other podcasts too. Mm -hmm. In addition to listening to some of ours, but playing out how it's my choice, this life. And when all these feelings and all these things are going on, I I can put it on a, on a plate and just put it over at the other end of the table and address certain things at different times so that I don't miss out on these precious times with my children Mm -hmm. or that I don't have to direct my sadness or anger for others towards my family. So So anyway, I totally just poured out a whole bunch of stuff, but our topic today is fighting for our joy and how it's harder at times, Mm -hmm. but that that's what we're here for is we're fighting for the joy and those moments that bring us bliss and feeling good. So I want to thank you for reminding me about that.
0: Absolutely. And uh, congratulations and good job. Way to way to work through that. Those are some it's really easy when something hits you in the face, not the tortilla, but life.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. something
0: hits you in the face and you feel down, you feel sad, you feel depressed. It's easy to just absorb that and stay in that space.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's it's hard to fight for your joy. Mm -hmm. and there's ways that you can fight for it and it's important to understand that you don't have to fight alone and also sometimes you're gonna be the person to support others when they need to fight for their joy and when I was texting you I was just trying to find something positive to say you know um Mm -hmm. something uplifting and it had been you had been struggling for a little bit and there's only so much like, Hey, help you feel better. Hey, help you feel better. Like you can't, you don't want to keep doing that, you know? So I was mm-hmm. just trying to find something very uplifting other than, Hey, help you feel better to do. Cause I can't do anything myself for you, but encouraging words can definitely help sometimes. And I'm glad that the fight for your joy, which, you know, it just came from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just glad it showed up and gave you the push that you needed to do exactly that. Um,
1: I mean, you did so many things too, with just reminding me about a therapist and really, yeah. you know, when we put that podcast out there, I know in the back of your mind, you were really kind of hoping that I would just because of some of the things that I was going right. through yeah. and that yeah. sometimes we can't figure it out all on our own right. and having that, outside source that really helps you figure it out Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: that is something that um, it it really has been a blessing to have all these tools because I do feel as much as everything because when you go through therapy too you're really acknowledging so many things and it can be big
2: because
1: Mm -hmm you've pushed it on the side for a while, you know? And so really, it's like a present you open and it's like, oh, it's a lot because Mm -hmm. it's the stuff we suppress or the the way we've coped in life. You adapt over time dealing with this. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just been so big to acknowledge things and to figure out how to do them differently, which is something new for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just think that that's the part that it is refreshing and everybody needs a friend that helps them push through with positivity and challenges us. Because at that moment, I wanted to be in my pity party. Right. And here you are like, come on, Amber, you know, you weren't saying it like that. But in a way, it was yeah. like, come on. And it it's, it's a good reminder that we have that power to be mm-hmm. stronger than than that pity party.
2: Yeah.
1: And I think all of us remembering that we have that power with whatever that is. And nice. I've started meditating more too, which is really cool nice. because um you know, I'd always talk about it and I would do it a little bit, but I love learning Uh, from another teacher too, in the last like six weeks, I've had therapists, spiritual teachers, friends, you know, all this whole array of people show up for me Mm -hmm. that are giving me exactly what I need at the exact right time. And one of the things he said is that meditation is like the, um, you know, you you get like a little practice run of your day. And he was a mm. football player. And so he would meditate all of the plays and visualize everything that was going on that night or or gonna go on for the game. He would right. do his meditation to imagine that. So then when it happens, he would know what to do. Yeah. And I never thought of meditation like that, that you can create however you want it to be. You get to be this person you know however you want to look however you want to feel your energy however you want it to shine you get to be that in this meditation and so it feels like the best part of you that you get to tune in and align with source and your highest self Mm -hmm. very powerful and that was a
0: spiritual teacher telling you that
1: yes yes Mm -hmm. and then it's like your little practice run of your day And so when you do your meditation or take that time to align with yourself, you're then ready to handle anything. And Mm. I notice a difference in myself when I do head into places or, you know, day to day stuff where I'm calmer and even with my children being able to communicate differently and calmer. Mm-hmm. So it's it's huge. Like following all this stuff that we're talking about, when you actually yeah. do all of it, <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, it's really helpful. So and, I know uh, you've always been way good about your meditation and your morning routine.
0: Yeah. I have I have been for the most part, especially since COVID started. So two and a half years I've been meditating pretty daily for the most part and then also adding visualization so when you talk about the meditation being when you're looking how your day or trying to figure out how you're in you're visualizing how your day is going to go I do that separately so I meditate or I'm just trying to focus on my breath and thoughts that are kind of rampant in the morning they really slow down and allow me to align with just peace. And then after the, that's 15 minutes. And then after that 15 minutes, I do a visualization of things that I would like to see happen in my life. Um, So I do that separately, but yeah, you could totally do a meditation visualization and it does help in terms of what they say is that your brain, when they're doing scans, your brain doesn't know the difference between imaginary and reality. Mm. So when you visualize something, you're, you can actually visualize yourself feeling good or, you know, smiling or being in a happy place. Like you're more likely for that outcome to happen if you're doing those visualizations, you know, um, and everything else that you have. Uh, a fixed in your life with a therapist and a spiritual teacher just having positive people pour into you mm-hmm. because your cup is empty when you're in that space you need somebody to pour into you and do things for you right
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you start to see some results um it's it's hard something that came up earlier when you when you were talking is that you know i life is at times can be so difficult like you're fighting for your bills to be paid you're fighting in a relationship or you're fighting with your kids or your coworkers or you're fighting for all these things and then like damn i got to fight for my joy too like
2: right. shit like
0: just another thing i have to fight for but if you're going to fight for anything fight for your joy you know mm-hmm. because i feel like once you start fighting for what you really want and who you truly are and you trying to be your authentic self and accepting yourself for who you are, I think everything else sort of takes care of itself. You know um, any type of relationship that brings you constant negativity, you're going to step away from, cause you're going to stand up for yourself. Coworkers, you may start to see them in a different light or you might switch to another job or they'll just, you know, you'll have a different approach to work that you can Mm -hmm. be in that same environment, you know, there are a lot of things that start to kind of like a domino effect starts to happen. Once you start fighting for your joy.
2: It's true.
1: Uh, I see just little bits. I'm not like the master yet, mm -hmm. you know, but awareness of it makes you see that and that you then learn what those boundaries are, the things that were making you not enjoy, you Mm -hmm. know, like you say, so if it is, a job or if it is something with a family member, like just changing, you know, the situation so that you can handle it or that you can stay joyful. Right. And that was huge for me because I never, I never saw the difference, you know, Mm -hmm. and I would just sort of be fighting too hard for my joy and Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like then blaming others if I wasn't feeling it or you know like a lot of times it would be when really it's not anybody else, you know mm-hmm. and that's the part that when we're solid and comfortable and able to set our boundaries, which again boundaries, that should be a topic of a
2: yeah, of a podcast
1: because it's something I never ever understood ever. Mm-hmm. I'm a pleaser. Yeah. And so for me, I just wanted to always be pleasing everybody. And I forgot what my own personal, what what that joy is for me when I would just spend my energy trying to, I would get joy if I made other people happy.
2: Mm -hmm. And then
1: it stopped working because I was like doing it in a way that was making me resentful towards others or trying to get something that was self-serving when really Mm -hmm. it wasn't working anymore. And I realized though, it needed to get to that so that I could then turn it on to me and take a look at myself and see what changes I had to make
2: Yeah,
1: because, um, breaking cycles and patterns that where you're not joyful, Mm -hmm. like you say, environments, relationships, whatever it is, we have to find that strength within us because each day does matter. And mm-hmm. that's the part that I think through going through COVID and different stuff and times where people have realized every day matters. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't want to take it for granted. And I don't yeah. want to just keep going by with things the same when it wasn't bringing, I wasn't really able to be as joyful as I would like.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: so it's been very powerful and empowering when, we get to this place where we realize it's our our choice that yeah. I can sit there and be in a funk or I can go, okay, that stuff's still happening. I'm still sad about that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I feel this way about this, but that, that Abraham Hicks, where they just talk about no thought is a good, good, good thing too. You know, when you give all those thoughts a break, Mm-hmm. it allows things to just work themselves out in a way too
2: that yeah. is giving
1: that space for the universe to sort of resolve some of your stuff too where that's a big big one for me because i was always quick to to respond or want an answer to things and i'm mm-hmm. seeing that in meditation and visualization of imagining a feeling or a different you know things become different an hour two hours later than they are when you're right in that feeling right so sort of just giving it a little minute and allowing it to sort of resolve too Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know letting uh, the universe work it out for us
0: yeah there's uh two things that come up for me one is the habits that we've had For most of our life that used to work and then you hit a point when they no longer work and that causes frustration sadness depression and then also i was listening to abraham hicks one time and she mentioned that or they mentioned that if you have five there's five things four things are going wrong one thing's going right but we have a tendency to focus on the four things going wrong. Mm -hmm. If you Mm -hmm. can just try to focus your attention on the one thing going right, Mm -hmm. anything. It doesn't have to be anything going right. What if everything's going wrong? Try Mm -hmm. to find something to focus on that's positive, whether that's being in nature, being by the water. Maybe you want to go to an exercise class or you want to watch some Netflix or anything to make Mm you to that usually would make you happy or make you Mm -hmm. laugh or do something positive, just go do that activity. And in psychology, they call it behavioral activation. Do something. And then once you start to feel that positive emotion, with that positive emotion comes some sort of solution, Mm -hmm. some sort of answer from the universe or from wherever you believe in Mm -hmm. is going to pop into your head and tell you like, hey, maybe you should try this, or maybe you should try that. Um, that is a very powerful skill that has lived to be true in my life. Um, so that's the, you know, try to find focus, something positive to focus on. But then I, I wanted to go back to the first thing I was talking about is like, I think what's so frustrating is as a kid, and as a teenager as a young adult you can be doing things that are detrimental to you like you said you're such a pleaser Mm
2: -hmm. and like
0: that has worked for a very long time Mm -hmm. and you didn't even know it was a problem until it starts until it stops working right and that can be so frustrating to be like what is going on why I've been pretty cool like things have been you know up and down but for the most part, I've been okay, and I've been able to get through this, and then you hit a point where you're like, ooh, what, I don't know what to do now, and that's when you need to find something else in terms of coping to help you out, and that could be therapy, that could be a spiritual teacher, that could be a breaking massage, that could be a regular massage, any, just something, and that's the powerful thing about talking to therapists or psychologists or friends that have, you know, some type of psychology background is that they can provide you with a different perspective on how to approach things. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: maybe you're one of those people who have always been, you know, I've been able to do this myself and I haven't needed any help. I don't like to ask for help for anyone. And that's a, That can be detrimental after a while too, you know.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So in saying that, I think it's important to respect the fact that everyone needs help sometimes. Everybody it is is so
2: so
1: true too, in the part of like with a therapist, just Mm -hmm. sometimes, like so many times you you learn how with friends you talk real quick or get something out or you only go so far maybe. Yeah. And so I found myself kind of trying to talk to my therapist the way I would a friend and mm. she would stop and go, she would like, acknowledge what I, and she just sit and go, that that must have been really hard.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you go, Oh, Oh, it's okay to feel this <laughs> way. You know, like yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. And usually because we've, we've coped for so long mm-hmm. with what we feel is okay for us to feel emotionally, like how deep and how low can you go or a victim ish, you know, that, oh my gosh, I always act this way, or I'm always too sensitive, or I'm always the things that everyone tells us we are. And we don't know what's real and what's not anymore. So having that person that doesn't know your whole life story, Mm -hmm. and you're just sharing where you're at, gives you just to feel for a moment, that you're okay, right where you are with them listening to you, you feel supported. And sometimes that's all you need to like, Oh, I'm good now. Like I I was just hurt. I'm good. And so it's really been wonderful because I have adapted and found these tools that aren't working anymore. And Mm. I have to acknowledge why did I develop those tools and kind of unlearn them because it's uncomfortable for me to not want to fix stuff right now. Like if that was all I was ever used to doing and a situation comes up where I would want to make sure someone's okay, because I said no to something or set a boundary Mm
2: -hmm. in the past,
1: I would like, are you doing okay? And did I hurt your feelings or, and now I'm like going, no, it's okay. Amber, I know my intention. I know Mm -hmm. it's just new. And so sitting with it and relearning stuff, it's, it's a crazy thing having to just kind of sit and feel it. And then you, you're practicing a new, like in anything with school, you'd read a book and get the knowledge. I'm doing that with myself, you know, mm-hmm. just learning new ways. And yeah. it does, it's hard sometimes, but anyway, mm-hmm. carry on. Cause you were, you were saying, no, good that stuff, was, that's,
2: good. that's good.
1: It's I'm nice stuff, to yeah. have that therapist mm-hmm. and, um, Yeah, it's been fun in the last six weeks because one other powerful thing I want to remind people, and I don't know if this helps anybody, but when I was really at my lowest, I felt like I don't know how to do stuff. And even fighting for my joy, I couldn't get off the main problem that I was in. And I just went through big stuff with my work and with my family because I work with my family And it was really painful for me and had some accusations about me and just things that really felt like, I don't know what's mine to learn and fix. And so going through all of this, I kept just being in the circle of thought and going round and round and round and couldn't change the, the pattern. But I started to call on my spirit guides or just ancestors or energies of people that I know are that love and support me. So I imagined these forces behind me, just energies of loving me and, and helping me be a warrior. So even if I didn't want to walk through certain things, I knew I had even called on my brother who's passed on. I asked for his energy and asked for great grandmother's energy and just other people in the spirit world, just powerful beads and any any energy that was of power and strength
2: mm-hmm. to
1: help me. So knowing that I wasn't able to maybe do certain things on my own, it gave me strength to know that, hey, help me right now because I can't do this. I don't know which way to turn, what to do.
2: Mm-hmm. and
1: And feeling like this team was with me and it allowed me to then find that right therapist, find this amazing person on the spiritual journey. And I had a beautiful reading and it's all easy to talk about it now, but while I was (laughs) going through
2: it, it
1: was really hard, but trusting and, and knowing that the mantra and that when we truly, truly believe that everything is working out for me, working out for us, everything is working out like, and, and, I would just listen to that and breathe that in, even though it didn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. At the time, I would say it and start to believe it, that I have to think, you know, I didn't know I would talk about these specific people, but my father is a teacher. And as much as I was going through some of the most painful things for me, he motivated me to love myself more because Mm -hmm. of the way he, he the way I felt from his verbal stuff and the things that were being said to me, Mm -hmm. but it made me go to the deeper part of myself that wanted to not believe and in him and what he's saying. And like that, thank you for letting me learn how to set boundaries, letting me Mm -hmm. learn how to know my own value where I never did. I would look to others for that stuff. And Mm -hmm. so in a way, when we go through that hard stuff and knowing that, I had these like warriors behind me in the real world with you yeah. and friends and my therapists and the spirit. I even had a business coach, like lots of lots of strong people giving me exactly what I needed to get mm-hmm. to the next place emotionally for myself. Yeah. And I know that we never quite arrived there because I, I know we're on this journey of evolving and becoming our best version. But it's been amazing to see that when you want it, even though it's hard and you're vulnerable and and like you feel weak or sad, Uh sad is something like that. We just don't spend a lot of time embracing.
2: Uh It's like,
1: we think we have to shake it off. But I really just had to be sad and grieve the thought of certain things to find the next way of like, okay this is the new way because it wasn't working the old way so so practicing all of this and knowing that when we align with ourselves and trusting that everything is working out for me and everything is the teachers that present themselves and the lessons we go through so Mm -hmm. that we can look at ourselves and and be that best version and have those tools to fight for joy and. Um, it's pretty cool. You feel like, wow, I got this thing kind of figured out here.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
1: mean, not not fully, but like yeah. I can handle stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and it's the tools that help us feel that way. Because yeah. I was a fish out of water a couple of months ago, <laughs> you know, and thinking I got it going on. Yeah. But when you get hit with a big, big life thing, you know, I'm not talking about because you got a flat tire, which I had three flat tires in the last six weeks. <laughs> Jeez. I know. I had another yeah. one. I don't think I told you. Oh, that. man. Um, but like life gives us stuff all the time, and it's how we deal with it.
0: It's how you perceive it. What are you going to
1: do? Yeah. yeah. What are you going to yeah. do? you going to complain, or mm-hmm. are you going to pick your ass up and get hit in the face with a tortilla? Mm
2: hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: hard smack your face hard and a tortilla
0: and kudos to you for being vulnerable that was the I would say sometimes that's the first step that always the first step is being aware of where you're at so maybe the second step is to be vulnerable and to uh, and to allow yourself permission to ask for help from whoever that might be for you it was Mm -hmm you know, your ancestors and also your friends and you you found a therapist, but being vulnerable, I think is a very underrated trait that deserves a lot of recognition because that is the feeling or emotion that is going to allow you to accept help. And Mm -hmm. in our society, accepting help or asking for help can be looked upon as you being weak when in Mm -hmm. actuality, it's very strong and very smart and very resourceful of someone to ask for help. Now there are people who take advantage of doing that. And it's like, Hey, can you do this? Can you do that? And those people who are always asking others to do stuff for them Mm -hmm. and they're not really doing anything except for asking for help, but in moderation and in times of need, it's so beneficial to ask for help because in a way that's what we're all here for anyway, mm-hmm. you know? Um
2: It's true. Some, like somebody, service. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone's serving others in some type of way, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The restaurants, the hospitals, the cars, the beds, the everybody does a service for someone else. And that's how we, that's how we continue to evolve and grow. So it's, and it's sometimes it takes someone that you respect telling you, like, hey, it's okay to ask for help, or it also may also take a point in your life where you're just down in the dumps and you have no choice but to ask for help. And then you seeing how positive certain people can be when you are in that place and how many people out here want to help and want mm-hmm. to get you into a space where you can thrive and do better, you know? Um, But yeah, I thought that was very important to point out that you being vulnerable is really the catalyst for where you're at now, you know? Because if you wouldn't ask for help, it's so hard, you know, um, we get into these spaces where you're comfortable and you're like, I got this, you know, You, I'm, I'm paying my bills, I'm going to work, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then boom, you get hit. And you're like, oh, I can figure this out too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're like, whoa, like, I've been trying to figure this out for some people, years, you know, like you're in the same spot even, but you haven't asked for help because you're so used to figuring things out by yourself. And bringing in people and allowing people into your space can be such a positive thing. And that's, that's just something that I really wanted to point out is that the power of vulnerability,
1: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, and I am grateful that I can be that mm-hmm. it, w- with you and with a few friends and having the resources to do that because mm-hmm. it is acknowledging like when until you're able to be vulnerable you don't even acknowledge what what it is you know what the feelings are because Mm -hmm. you're either in anger or frustration and a lot of times it's just I'm sad you know you feel sad or feel in my case like you know you just have to I have to accept certain things that hurt my heart and make me sad Mm -hmm. and that's hard when you know we have an idea of what certain things should be or family, or, you know, we're taught that it's supposed to look a certain way. And when it doesn't, it's like, Whoa, you know, and, and accepting. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm just lucky that I have the space and have places and your guidance and really positive people helping me through it because I have a different perspective now. And yeah. I can see things as they are instead of what I hoped them to be mm-hmm. in a clouded world, you know, and, and mm-hmm. not it's like that's where you adapt. Like thinking, I kept thinking I could change the situation instead mm-hmm. of just going, no, the situation's always been this. You just yeah. thought that way
2: yeah. and
1: see it this way. And then you can be better yeah. in that environment yeah. or not, or you move on or whatnot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, it's been been very helpful to be be that way.
2: Yeah,
0: expectations can be a very very devilish thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When you expect things to be a certain way, and they're not, and then you some people spend their whole life trying to change situations that are out of their control. And I think that is another important. Aspect of what we're talking about is understanding what you can and cannot control. And one thing that you can control a lot of is how you perceive things. And one way to get different perspectives is to allow yourself to have vulnerable conversations with different people Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: then see which, figure out which perspective resonates with you. Like, there there are a lot of ways to see different things. You know, two plus two is four, but so is three plus one and four plus zero. They Mm -hmm. all equal four, but you get their different ways. Mm
2: -hmm. But there
0: are some people who say, no, only two plus two equals four. And that's the way they want things to be. And when they see it takes them a long time or they never see that there are other ways to get to the same result. And sometimes it's much easier to get to the same result and it's less taxing on your body. It's less taxing on your mind. Um, and in this case, the same result that we're talking about is just joy. We were just trying to emphasize the point of you have a lot more control over how you perceive what is happening to you in the world than you think.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if through meditation, through exercise, through all these positive things that we talk about, that you can do, you can get to a place where you're gonna have more joy than sadness. And I think for me, that's one of my ultimate goals while I'm here on this earth is to have much more times of joy rather than sadness.
2: Uh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And that's the part I think as we get older we see or just get more enlightened or aware that it's so important. And it doesn't mean that we can't have the struggle or the contrast mm-hmm. is how they say it. But like, I'm just seeing that if if everybody could do this or take time to realize that it's our choice,
2: mm-hmm. whether
1: we're going to get pissed off at the person that cut you off, Mm -hmm. Or we're going to just stay in light everywhere we go. And I see that a lot of our stuff, people are coming from these other darker places and Mm -hmm. angry. And I think that's where it's like just practicing and getting better at fighting for our joy and those Mm -hmm. moments of joy yeah it's that cycle of like more joy the more because mm-hmm. it's like the more negative you are the more negative like more things happen and womp yeah. womp and everything Yeah. versus oh my gosh everything's working out for me and waking up and i found that parking spot and oh my right. gosh i had a hundred dollar check come in the mail yesterday and oh my god every time every time i did this this happened and right you know that that flow and that's what we're striving for. And so it's our thought process and believing that we can be in this is everything. And mm-hmm. so I a hundred percent agree that that that's what we're, we're striving for. And that's why we feel so inspired after we get off the phone or we, cause it's all positive and feeling good. I mean, not mm-hmm. every situation is positive, but our right. outlook is positive and, yeah. you know, connecting and, and, seeing the world in a brighter perspective and knowing that we can feel joy Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's everything.
2: It's everything. Yeah. And
1: that we want to wake up that
2: way.
0: Yeah. I would say like, um, one of the most tragic things that I could think of that can happen to people or to someone is that you spend your whole life thinking you're stuck And then you understand towards the end of your life that you were the one holding the keys to your freedom the whole time.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And there are a lot of ways that you can figure out how to get your hands on those keys and to uh, liberate yourself from the so-called prison or um, restraints that you are inflicting upon yourself you know
1: i think people spend time where i'm speaking even just for myself Mm -hmm. and i always thought if i did everything right or had it all like where i was just like hey missus like i did that i brought light over there i did this great i have the house is in order bills are paid you know cars clean like i have my checklist of all the like pending things and i'd always think like Got along with the kids, spent a moment with them. Like my, but my list is so big that at the end of the day, you're like, God, I couldn't do that. Couldn't, and you start to beat yourself up with like not able to do everything. Mm-hmm. And what I realized and accepting is like celebrating the wins, yeah. being realistic with what you can accomplish and setting those boundaries of saying no, that, mm-hmm. like knowing when it is going to be too much or take your light and we're getting better at that. And so I think that that's why we're doing this podcast even is to just help us stay in alignment and mm-hmm. stay on the right track and that we both say that hey when we're doing this more regularly we and communicating more regularly we we feel better. You know, right. we feel alive. And yeah. and I guess I'm just thankful that I've got the awareness that it's not when someone tells me I'm doing a good job. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. And I love it. I love even being heard and having you acknowledge things and saying, I'm proud of you. Or I love that. It feels Mm -hmm. wonderful, but there's something better in the feeling when you get to go, I just did a bunch of work on myself. I did that meditation. I did, you know, set those, those, um, that, those powerful things that help you feel better when you actually do them is when you feel proud of yourself. Mm -hmm. And even if it's five minutes, even if it's just a quick positive affirmation, you know, whatever for you that you can do to set something, it's going to circle your, your, the, the, the day of positivity versus the spiral backwards, right? You're spiraling forward to good motion and, and good thought. Mm-hmm. is is it's just so powerful and it is us it, it yeah, really yeah. is us it's not anything you you could tell me all day long i'm incredible until right. i think it I'm not saying you say that but right, right. i'm not going to believe it until i go you know what i am proud of myself and right. i am worthy and i am and it, it it takes us seeing that and doing that work on ourselves to, to figure out what is lacking or what is causing that that doubt
2: yeah. So um,
1: we are the we are the
2: the boss. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: yep. And that includes what you put in your body. Uh, one of mm-hmm. my friends, he just called me and left me a voicemail and told me how much his uh his he changed his diet completely and how much better he's felt. And me as going into becoming a psychiatric nurse practitioner. What I am going to offer in my practice is, hey, here are a bunch of things that could help you, Mm -hmm. meditation, exercise, seeing a therapist, maybe taking a medication for a little bit or longer, depending on what you need, getting out into nature, connecting with other individuals, making sure you have a community to support you or that you're part of something and you're connecting with people all these different things are options for you try them and see which one resonates with you and i've heard plenty of stories where people say hey you know i changed my diet and everything like i'm my mood is better my weight is better i d- i don't crave those things like i used to i don't do these things my like my thought process is different like so who's to say what's going to work for you mm-hmm. But you'll never know until you start fighting for your joy.
1: And and like you're saying, that's exercising our will, right? Our willpower. So that is one of the things, too, at the end of the day, in addition to your, you know, if it's a meditation, whatever your personal list is for you to feel your best. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have those days where they're all checked off. And then we have those days where, oh, I forgot my vitamins, or I didn't wake up quite on time, or I Mm -hmm. didn't do Mm -hmm. this or that, or I went to bed a little too late, or I had too much alcohol or whatever it is. Yeah. But we get to identify now. And like, that's the part where at the end of the day, if it is food, you know, I know for me, I'm I'm gluten free. And I've been kind of going astray from that at times. Mm -hmm. And I'll like, I'm going to just have a muffin. F it. I don't give a crap.
2: Yeah. And
1: then I'm like, I, I'm, I suffer. It ends yeah. up like I get stomach issues and, and it's just like a, you know, a drug addict taking drugs or, you know, it's just like, sometimes we want to say like, F it. I don't want to follow all these rules and I just want to rebel. But in the end, at the end of the day, we suffer, you know, we don't get to feel that feeling like your friend who's eating right. Mm
2: At the end
1: of the day, you get to go, I freaking did that. I spent all day saying yes or no to something and you win, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's a step that I think in my life, when I do exercise my will and set those boundaries with food or whatever it is, when I get on that scale and I get to put my clothes on, I feel great. I feel mm-hmm. my best. So okay. I 100% like kudos to your friend because what a good feeling. Yeah. You know, you, you yeah. feel so strong and good. Those first few days are hard, but when you get it, it's you feel so good.
0: hmm. Yeah. Yep. So continue to fight for your joy.
2: hmm.
0: You know, yes. Um, better is always possible no matter what situation you're in. That's what I believe. Can you
1: think so, of one specific thing recently, maybe where you felt like it could have gone the other way of a spiral and you fought for your joy?
2: Um, I would say
0: uh, the only thing that comes to mind right now that I've fought for, um, for myself is, my exercise routine, and that's something that has always been important to me, but I've gone up and down with, especially with work and school. And I, as a former collegiate athlete, I'm used to doing some pretty intense workouts. And when you don't work out for a certain amount of time, Which for me, once I hit like two months or three months with no workouts, then I'm like, okay, I got to start working out again, you know, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and but I go right back into the workouts I was doing when I had the endurance and the stamina and stuff like that. So what happens is I end up going to the gym, I do my regular workout and I'm done for the day in terms Mm -hmm. of I can't do like I'm so tired and exhausted and my body just needs to recuperate. So instead of trying to figure out, okay, maybe I should go to the gym and just do three exercises and then like work my way up slowly, which doesn't sound appetizing to me. Mm-hmm. I, I was just like, you know what I'm gonna do 100 push-ups a day. I'm just gonna do right was-
1: you went right into
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what I'm tired of going back and forth. I got to figure out something that works for me that resonates with me that feels good. I only like to go to the gym at a certain time, usually around four in between four or five in the morning, because I don't like crowds. When I go to the gym, I don't like to wait very much for um, for machines and stuff like that. So that's the best time that I like to go. And I was, you know what? I'm tired of, I, it makes me more tired to wake up that early and then go work out. So like, let's stop that. And Let's just do a hundred push-ups a day. Just something really small that I can. I don't have to go anywhere. Small hundred push-ups a day for for me, right? (laughs) Um, Let's let's try it and see. Let's commit to this, right? Make it easy. So the first thing I do after I take my cold shower in the morning is I do just do a hundred push-ups in sets of ten. So I can't do a hundred push-ups straight, nor do I really want to, but something physically active that I can do wherever I am
1: that's great
0: and that has that's like the most recent um example of me fighting for my joy because it brings me joy to move my body and to exercise and to feel a certain you know you get that pump you feel good you know
1: yeah for sure Um,
0: because what yeah. is
1: it for you when you ask yourself, because even you just said it, that this knowing that you're you committed to that, you feel the joy. But when you were going and doing that at the gym and wearing yourself out, what is it about that old workout that you think you, you've got to jump right back in and do that? Like, what was that thought that made you think I have to just do that workout?
0: Oh, it's just it's just the workout I like to do. Okay. It's a, it's a good feeling when I'm doing the workout. It's not a good feeling when I'm done and I'm super exhausted and I have things to do. I have assignments or I need to go to work or, you know, and I'm just like exhausted.
1: Okay. So like when yeah. you have less going on, it's one of those things you could just, that's your day. is to yeah, yeah, do a workout can, and just yeah, yeah. chill and like yeah. be tired and whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And
0: eventually my body will get used to it, but I don't have the that luxury right now, you know, so okay. I need to find... I needed to make a decision about, am I going to just not stop working out, which is not an option for me, or am I going to get creative and find something that's going to work for my schedule?
1: Well, that sounds awesome. And yeah. you cause trying to find time and balance with all of what you're doing. It's that should be celebrated too. So be yeah. proud of yourself. Yeah, Thank you. It's true. It's finding the things. Cause if I don't get up and hike early, there is no way I'm going to get a step in my, like, (laughs) I just can't, like, first off, it's 115 degrees here, but I've tried it, and if I don't have my girls just yapping away the whole time, it's crazy, you know, and so I know that it's a lot harder for me to get back and do it, so having those commitments are really what it is, So, so you're doing 100 every day,
0: a hundred every day. I'm on day, wow. day, day five or day six right now, and it's honestly, it's. It, I just like embedded that into my morning routine, and it, it only takes like at the most fifteen minutes, so it's not too That's much. So great, yeah. Little
1: Ricky, twelve years old, started his own workout. Oh, nice routine. It is so cute, and he's like, "Come on, mommy, do your. Let's do the workout." <laughs> and he's, I got like a pegboard, so he's pulling himself oh, up nice. and doing oh, the wow. pegboard. And He's got a couple of kettlebells and he's doing, you know, the arms and then he does sit-ups and he does push-ups. Yeah. So it's just cool because I told him, I said, please, let's do, I want to do this in the morning with you. And anyway, he, he likes to do it at night when I'm actually kind of tired. So, but I got to find a day that I'm like, I'm doing this with you. And it's set (laughs) because really it's just setting the commitment. Yeah. and sticking to it and right. that's how you feel good i feel yeah. good when i do that mm-hmm. otherwise we're just floating around beating ourselves up that we didn't do this thing and we don't have time for that we, right we, we want to yeah. stay in our joy and proud right. of ourselves that we're sticking to our our commitments
0: yeah and for me i had to find i had to give myself a break and say hey you know like the gym used to be for you maybe it's not for you anymore maybe it's a home gym, you know, it's just doing stuff at home. And that's, it feels so much better to do that and allowing yourself to giving yourself grace, allowing yourself to evolve into whatever is best for you at the time, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know, instead of trying to control how your body responds to certain things, just allow for, allow for yourself to assess and then make a plan based on how you feel,
2: you know. Because mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's good. Your,
1: good job.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I think it, it is true. Like a, um, attainable goals, you know, things mm-hmm. that work for where you're at. And yeah. later down the line, when you're not in school or something else, you'll be able to go back to that or not, because right. maybe you'll find something else that serves you. Right. But I think that. You know, we're all trying to there's no manual on each individual life of how, yeah. you know, the right answers. We don't we don't get given that gift. We yeah. have to find it within ourselves every day. Right. What helps me to be in my best and highest good? What is those rules or or, or boundaries or practices can I do to be at my light and joy and feeling at the highest vibration? Cause that's mm-hmm. what we're striving for. Mm-hmm. And I know, um, I appreciate all your guidance and that we're sharing all these tools and we hope that each of you out there is looking inside and going, what thing can I do to help me? fight for my joy what mm-hmm. step could i one simple thing could i help a neighbor could i you know drive a little slower to work or wake up earlier so i'm not rushing to work or mm-hmm. you know 15 minutes of meditation and there's so many great ones but i've been enjoying cuz meditation i grew up meditating which you know but um I always struggle with it because I would just be sitting there and get like, I'd be thinking too much. Mm. And I've been enjoying guided meditations for Mm -hmm. myself and um, chakra meditation where I'm going through all my chakras. And then um, it's just gives me the visual of light throughout my body and that I'm rooted into the earth. And so whatever works for you, if it's just breathing, Mm -hmm. counting those breaths, like we did the box breathing before, But um, finding what works for you and fight for it.
0: Yeah, that's it. Right? That's
1: it.
0: (laughs) So fight.
1: Fight, fight for your joy because you can do it. And it's there. And those quick shifts and doesn't mean not identifying stuff as it comes up but just giving yourself grace and time to process and knowing that the universe has your back and you are supported and Mm -hmm. we can get through all of this in a loving and peaceful way. And that everything is working out for us. So cheers, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers,
0: Amber. Cheers. Cheers to everyone. Cheers
1: everyone out
2: there.
0: Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. And I hope you all have a wonderful morning, afternoon, or night, wherever you're listening to this.
2: Yes, yes. Peace.